Hello, What's up, everybody? I hope y'all are having a blessed day, afternoon, evening, whatever time of day it is. I just thank you for listening. Excuse our laughter. You know, this is this is what we do. We laugh. We love each other. And so it's fun. Um, I'm excited to talk to y'all about some things that Danielle and I were discussing this past weekend. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to speak to your people. God, I ask that you clear our hearts, Lord, and allow us to hear directly from you. I pray that you lead the conversation and you allow us to be open, honest, and transparent, Father. And I pray that this message will be used to edify your people and glorify your name. It's in the mighty name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. Amen. So um, we were talking about, I don't even know what we were talking about. I was kind of thinking about it. Um, I want to say on Friday or Saturday morning, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I just want to be like Jesus. But I didn't say that to her at all. I was just like thinking. So Wow. Okay. I guess that means, Um, yeah, this, uh, we were talking about, we were talking about, um, kingdom dominion. Yeah. And so I was like in my, in my heart, I was like, I just want to be like Jesus, man. I want to, I want to be used by God in such a way that changes people, people's lives on the daily. And I just like, well, I guess I'm going to have to study Jesus Uh, a little bit more in depth, uh, you know, kind of learn who he he was as a person and, and try to emulate that. And that's kind of just where, where my heart's been over the past couple of days. And I was telling him, this this is is where it came from. Sunday, I think. I I thought it was Friday. I think it was Friday. It was probably Saturday. It was Friday. It was Saturday. Anyway, it was the 23rd. Well, that was yesterday, so... Oh, it was Friday. <laughs> it was Saturday, but it's It fine. doesn't matter. I know, it what wasn't I know, Friday. Okay. It was Friday. So, um, I was saying that I want to get back to... That's what it was. I'm so sorry. Saturday. I had to get... No. It was Friday because I was working, and I was... See, now you got me telling on myself. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. And I was watching Tori Roberts. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, but I, it was going to come back to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I was watching Tori Roberts. And I kid you not, every time that I listen to him or Sarah Jakes Roberts, one of their messages, I'm always inspired to go and start do pick up something that I kind of just left behind or have, um, you know, just half been doing whatever something God has told me to do. Side note, Danielle loves to do a lot of different things, but finishing those things isn't necessarily a strong suit. Yet. Yet. Once I have a baby, that will be like the end of that. That's the first thing she'll finish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me stop. Let me stop. Leave me alone. Sorry. Anyway, so, um, so I listened to one of his messages about consistency Mm-hmm. And I was, of course, inspired to go be consistent again. And I was like, okay, um, I want to get back to that place of what my, one of my spiritual goals was to be able to walk into like a room and the atmosphere changes because I have been in the presence of God and, and the residue of that followed me into that next room or wherever I am and people's 
lives start changing, their minds start changing, you know, people begin to just be healed, not because of me, but just because of my dedication to in relationship to God. So that's where we got, um, well, that's how we got here. Yeah. And so um, I went to get my Bible because it was Friday and Marquise got finished working out and he came and he sat down and and I had just said, all right, Lord, what should I read? And so that's when he told me, you know, I need to start, I need to read more about Jesus. And I'm like, you know what? Me too, because that's the only way that I will get to where I want to be in, in this life on earth. This was, this conversation was yesterday. Okay, fine. Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, it was strange because I don't normally just come out and, and sit down and talk to her like that about my spiritual goals. Oh, so, yeah, that's kind of I texted. Her, I was like, I can't remember what I said, but I was like, I think we should talk about something along the lines of spiritual goals. And so that's what we're chatting about today. Uh, so I Sorry invite it took you, us five minutes. To yeah, get there. I invite you to kind of <laughs> think for a minute and and check your heart to see if you have any spiritual goals. And I think it's funny because we can set goals for everything else, like literally everything else. But when it comes to where you'd want to be spiritually, you're kind of just letting that. We even have trackers in our planners and stuff of like everything, anything you want to change in your life, do it. And how are you going to, how are you going to get there? But spiritually, you just kind of left to, figure that out. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's um it's crazy because I hadn't thought about what my spiritual goals were and it just kind of hit me in the face just randomly like I want to be more like Jesus. And when I say that, I'm going to read a uh a passage out of John chapter 5. Like he's being humble because he all we always talk about how we just want to be able to like lay hands on the sick and and see people's lives change the way they are changed in the Bible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. True story. Sorry. I didn't mean to lie. If, if you consider that a lie. I, anyway. I was just saying that he has thought about it. And I'm sure that people have thought about spiritual goals, but they never put a title to it. Yeah. And so I'm actually like write this down and date it because Danielle says I'm horrible when it comes to writing stuff down. So as a goal, this is going to be not a moving target. This is, I guess it technically is a moving target because Jesus is straight Jesus. But uh, this is something that I want to improve on daily and being intentional and all of that. And so I'm in John chapter five, verse, I'll start at verse 17 and then skip to 19. But Jesus replied, my father is always working and so am I. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son does also. So I, my whole thing is I want to, yeah, when I say be like Jesus, I'm talking about, I want to be the, for lack of better words, the light in the darkness. Like I want to be able for God to tell me, exactly what's going on and how he desires to see it change. Like I, I want to be the transaction point for um, the changing of lives for other people. I, I want to be 
walking in obedience in, in such a way that one, I can see that God is always working with, with everybody and um, he shows me what he desires me to do and I want to be able to do it. And the tough part about that is, is I, I, I have to study God. I have to study Jesus and, and see how he walked through, through his life. Um, and, and that, that being said, I have to listen. I have to learn to listen to the voice of God. It has to become so clear in my mind that there's, there's, a certainty about it. And so that when I move, I, I know that I can move because God said move and that takes time. And so, for example, I see often in, in the gospels throughout the gospels that Jesus goes by himself to pray. And I mean, this could be for hours and hours and me right now, you know, praying for hours is a, a heavy order. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to fake like praying and praying for about an hour in the morning, 45 minutes to an hour. It's like, all right, I'm supercharged. I'm ready to go. But at the same time, like that, maybe there needs to be another time of day where I go out and pray like for lunch, just go sit and pray. And so I've got to figure out a way to implement these things into my life. But the, the, tough thing is that it's going to require a lot of sacrifice for me. Um, Y'all may know, but I I love to play Xbox and I love to watch TV and work out and all that stuff. But mostly Xbox. Yeah, I do enjoy playing Xbox more than watching TV. So I'm going to have to give a lot of Xbox time up if I'm going to be able to walk in that. If I'm going to, if I'm really going to be able to listen to the voice of God while I'm in the middle of having a conversation with somebody else, I'm going to need to, to put the time in. And so I'm thinking about it like, uh, like basketball. So you haven't been in the gym. You haven't been working out. You haven't, there, there's been no conditioning, no practice. We talking about practice, you know, like, like that you, you, you're not showing up to practice and you're like, coach, put me in coach, put me in. But coach isn't going to put you in because he hasn't seen you put in your time to, to get there. You haven't earned that time. Okay, coach is looking for a win. Yeah. You know, coach, <laughs> he's not just going to put you out there. So, so he can get beat up. So you can get beat up on like it. There has to be conditioning to go into getting that, that peak performance. And so if I'm not putting in the time, if I'm not sacrificing um, pulling away, suspending time with God. If I'm not in the Word, looking at Jesus in every every situation and every um, every instance of the Bible, then I'm not really ready to be like Jesus. And that's the thing that 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 kind of it's a struggle because it's like, yes, Lord, I really do want to be used by you, but it all comes down to, do I really mean that? Am I am I really able to give up? the things that I think are quote unquote fun and, and, and entertaining to me in order to be God's hand and hands and feet. That makes sense. Perfect sense. Okay. That um, actually confirms a lot of what I was like, okay, Lord, if I want to be like you, what do I need to, to do to know? Um, and I think you confirmed all three of the points he gave me. Um, people you surround yourself with, 
attitude you have about life and what you're willing to sacrifice to get there. Mm-hmm. And at first, you know, I'm looking at these points and I'm like, well, <clears throat> I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> I don't know what my answer is. Um, and then I'm looking at my life and my life choices. And the one thing that I've always, that I can't say I have been is available um, throughout, you know, whether it be career choices, uh, especially now this one, I, this does not align with anything I've studied. It does my job <laughs> right now. It doesn't align with what I went to school for, but it aligns with the purpose God has, has for me in this season, mm-hmm. um, which when I was looking for a job, he kept saying, you will not be too busy for what I want you to do. And I was like, okay. Where's the job what? at, though? <laughs> okay, where's the money? Because that's fine. But <laughs> but I like money. Yeah. Um, and so this job has is allowing me to be available to do what I need to do and still progress in, I don't know, the workforce, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, so anyways, my scripture was in John 4. And y'all know that I just like to read the whole chapter. Yes, she too. does. We got time. Come on, Bishop. <laughs> so I'm going to start at John 4, verse 4. I'm reading out of uh, the NIV version. It says, now he had to go through Samaria. This is Jesus. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sakar. Is that how you say that? Sakar. That's what That's I would what say. I would. Okay. Near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, Give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming to coming here to draw water. He told her, go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. 
God is spirit and he wor- and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. That was a mouthful. It was. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I saw was so many things. Um, one, that Jesus was available to a woman who had already decided because you're a Jew, I don't have nothing to do with you. And so because of her attitude in about life, mm-hmm. she almost missed a blessing. But because of who Jesus was, he was like, I'm going to talk to you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, uh, you know, what, how we have to be is and what I was telling Marquise is that um, we can't continue to look at people who don't believe in Jesus, who don't have a relationship with God and expect them to respond as if they do. Sorry, I said that's tough. Um, (laughs) We have to, we as believers still have to remain in position, which we did not give y'all a life update. So here's a little snippet is that lately we have just been struggling um, with our, what is this? Calling purpose right now, whatever we're in this season. season (laughs) Um, And we know that we were called here to help and we know the, because of the adverse adversary that we see mm-hmm. that we're doing our job. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I, I didn't expect the help to be needed. Um, I, I guess I should say, I didn't expect to be giving the type of help that is, that that's required. Um, like we're, we're kind of helping my family, my parents included, just getting them in position, uh, working together almost reestablishing um themselves for for where they're going yeah yeah and it, i'm i'm over here like well i i came to help with my <laughs> nieces I, I i don't really know much about um planning a church and how to pray to plant a church and I, I don't know any of this stuff and and now this is this is what you're asking of me lord so i oh yeah we were talking the other day um how like because we've been forced to learn how to trust God and when it looks like nothing it's 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 almost become easier to really cast my 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 burdens the things that my anxieties the things that I have kind of been used to holding on to and worrying about just casting them aside and and after I give it to God in prayer really leaving it alone and and not going back to worrying and that has been, I mean, really encouraging. But this this help that we're giving is much more than what we expected. And so with all the adversity that's that's going on, it's like, well, Lord, I don't really know. I, again, I just I don't know what you expect us to do, but I'm I have no choice. But so I'm going to trust in you. Well, literally, since we've been here, we've been just hit, hit, hit. I mean, we can start off with this baby. And go forward. Like <laughs> everything has just been a surprise. Um, I just told him, I was like, you know, God's been pulling okie dokes since we got here. Um, and that's fine because I think what's happening is we're just being tested to see, are you going to complete the mission? Mm-hmm. And when you are faced, continue to be faced with things that don't look like God, it's easy to just be like, well, obviously God ain't here. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we missed him. And it's like, no, actually, it's in those situations that God is like, finally, 
you see that you need me. Finally, yeah. you remember that I sent you down there. You didn't just get here. Yourself. This wasn't your decision. Exactly. It was not your grand idea. So you don't have a plan. You're right. So if you consult me, I'd give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, that was a total sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> All the way yeah. left. Because what I was trying to say, too, about just Jesus and the Samaritan woman, her attitude about life was, you should not be wanting anything to do with me talking to me. And he is like, no, what, what really should have happened here is you should be seeking me. You should be wanting everything that I'm trying to give you, mm-hmm. regardless of who you are and what you've done. And then you heard later that he calls her out about her lifestyle and you know, how she's been living life, who she's been surrounding herself with. And so now she's amazed. Oh, now you're a prophet. You went from a Jew that shouldn't have nothing to do with me to you're a prophet. And I'm about to go tell everybody <laughs> that she just told me about myself. Yeah. And one of the things, again, being in this situation, we are constantly push, have to push past the fact that we're young, yeah. push past the fact that we have no experience. Well, we say we don't have experience, but I think um, our, our two years in South Carolina, <laughs> let me tell you something. Seriously, that's like one day when I get Marquise to do a live podcast, like that's what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, God, God uses who he wants to use and he anoints who he wants to anoint. He sent us here. And so we have to be and remain obedient. And we also have to continue to cultivate and nurture our gift. And so Jesus, he is a prophet. He is the Messiah, the sent one. Um, He was doing what he was supposed to be doing by telling that woman about herself and helping her to see clearly who he was and that it didn't matter about her, you know, either one's race or ethnicity. What mattered is that you need to begin to worship God in spirit and in truth. And I'm the only way for you to get to that place. That makes sense. That does make sense. Right. But um, the thing that Danielle said to me the other day about how we, we can't continue to treat people as if they have a relationship with God when they don't, um, because that that that's what Jesus did. He he really he met them where they were at. So for the Samaritan woman, it's like, well, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and play pity pat with you. I'm just gonna tell you what's going on. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that I have something for you, and this is the only way that you're gonna receive it. So I have to to break down the barrier of of my ethnicity and your ethnicity, and I have to tell you what God sees so that you can receive what God has for you. And that's, that is the place where I, I, I can say where we both mm-hmm. desire to be is to be able to see past the the barriers that people are putting up and go straight to their, their heart. And that is, uh, again, that's going to take some sacrifice. That's going to take some time, but if we really desire it, that's, that's something that we can both sacrifice for. And to you all, if, if that's something that, that you're looking for, if whatever it is that your spiritual goal is, you're going to have to sacrifice to get there. Just like if you want to lose 10 pounds, you're going to have to sacrifice some time to get in the gym. You're going to have to change your diet, but you're, you're going to have to act on that desire, on that goal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
So um, earlier this week, God was, I was watching this crazy show about this crazy um, political climate we are in. And God was like, false realities. And I was like, what does that mean? And I'm, you know, trying to explain to Marquise because that's what I love to do. And yes. <laughs> basically what God is saying is that we are really good at thinking that you put your toe in the water, so you a swimmer. No, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> you are not a swimmer. Yeah, you can't you swim. touch the water. That's you know, and that's all you did. Um, you can't put that on your resume. You know, it's it's actually getting in, jumping in, swimming, practicing, swimming, practicing, and then executing um, what it takes to call yourself a swimmer. Yeah. I don't know a, a meat, maybe I don't know. I'm not a swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> but but um just like Marquise is saying with the conditioning um in order to worship God in spirit and in truth we have to get to that place of aligning our spirit with God's will. And what I have been realizing is that um going to the false realities is you have to look in the mirror and remind yourself of who God says you are but then also be real and say you know what God says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God says that um, he's given me power, love, and a sound mind. But, you know, I walk around here uh, quite fearful. fearful. Yeah, I walk around here quite prideful. I walk around here um, in rebellion. I don't actually take heed to authority. I have an issue with that. You know, you can't get to spirit and, and truth without the truth of what you're dealing with. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, with that being said, having to look yourself in the mirror, um, me having to look myself in the mirror and and see what it is that that takes up the majority of my time, because that that is ultimately what's going to get me to the place of where I want to be is is how I spend my time. And so, really being honest to myself, like, okay, well, you can't sit here and and run Apex for two and a half hours, like, that's not going to get you anywhere with me, God. Yeah, with God. So that's that's kind of where we're at is is really looking at ourselves, acknowledging what needs to change and then go after that change. Because the minute we go after that change, we can start to see the results that we're looking for. And then that that is going to be when we are encouraged. And and as we hear God more, as we see God moving more, as things become a little bit more clear, we become to get more and more encouraged and we we begin to operate in the spirit and and people see the change as well as us, as well as we see the change. Yeah. Is that you good? You good? That makes sense. Okay. Well, Danielle is going to go ahead and pray us out. And we just hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you, Lord God, for this time. I thank you for such insight and revelation. And I pray that everyone will be, um, will take heed to what you made clear to us today. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen.